How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to Pod Sauce. All right, we got a little fun one for you. I yes. think you're going to like this leash. As the actor and me deeply appreciate. <laughs> deeply appreciate. Deeply appreciates. We're going to bring on Michael Stein, who's got a podcast called Long Shot Leaders. And I was listening to this podcast this morning. Mm-hmm. It was a really fascinating interview, but I wanna, I'm going to throw it over to Michael first mm-hmm. because I want to hear what his explanation is of what this podcast is about. So give me a good 30 second brief introduction to your podcast for someone who may not have listened to it before. Okay, well, I do a podcast called Long Shot Leaders because I consider myself a long shot. I come from a long line of long shots. My grandmother escaped the Russian concentration camps to, on her way to America. My dad was a New York homeless street kid, became a multimillionaire only to become homeless again. I was a long shot. I was born premature, health issues, ADHD, uh, dyslexia. They put me in UCLA for an all school when I was a kid. I didn't know why for special needs. And uh, basically, I didn't find any success until, until making my making people laugh. You know, I started doing stand up comedy when I was 19, had a lot of failures and successes that we can get into. Uh, but overcoming, uh, you know, large obstacles to find success seems to be in my DNA. I think one thing that I really love about your podcast, Michael, is that we all know that the path to success is not linear. It has the ebbs and the flows. And even in your bio, you give such a beautiful breakdown of at this juncture in my my life, I, you know, endured this and at this juncture. And so being able to speak to actors, creators, you know, directors and find out about various points in their lives, how they got around those obstacles, how important to you was it, obviously, you know, to create a podcast like this, especially during the pandemic? Well, I wanted to do it before, and I said, what kind of podcast would I do, right? So I I, I knew as being a stand-up comedian, uh, you know, actor and a filmmaker, and when you write, you know, a screenplay, everything always centers around write what you know, talk about what you know, you know, really get to the heart of the matter of the truth. As much as it hurts, especially when you're a stand-up comedian, at least the stand-up comedians I like, like Richard Pryor and Rob Lands, Billy Crystal, those guys, you know, they bear their soul. There's no, you can't have too much pride. So I, I had to, I wanted to dig in deep and talk about, especially if you're going to do something talking about failure and success, that yin and the yang of that, I had to own my own. So I, you know, talked about everything and anything that I thought would be valuable that was good and bad. You know, I mean, I, there's some things I didn't talk about, you know, I, I run a company, you know, but, uh, you know, for the most part, I bear my soul. And I think that that's, you know, giving value. And it's uh, that's the thing I would want to hear. I want to hear like total transparency from a comedian or a podcast or whatever. 
All right, so I want to give you some props for the episode that I listened to. I listened to the one. It was it's pretty recent. It was about a Emmy award-winning uh, producer who was basically giving birth and died on the operating table during the C-section because she had some rare condition mm -hmm. and for 37 seconds was gone. And you talked to her all about this experience. How did you find her? How did, how did this interview land in your lap? I think I found her on Podmatch. So there's like, you know, there's services, there's Podmatch, there's a podcaster. I don't know. There, there's like several different connections, but I, I think I found her, you know, a formal way. And, um, you know, I look for those kind of stories. I'll look for, you know, somebody that is, you know, that that's a no brainer, right? You know, mm. <laughs> I mean, to do what she, you know, and she had also had some other stuff to overcome in her personal life. So, and I just found her interesting, you know, so I wanted to be able to interview somebody like her and that's how I found her, you know, through a formal source. You have an episode that's uh, around the 48 laws of power. Now, I want to talk to you about that outside of this podcast space because as someone who has had, you know, uh, and you're, and still doing, operating within the Hollywood scheme, we all know that it can feel, it can feel very angular, and so I personally have a slight issue with the 48 laws of power. How do you, uh, coming away from that interview, did you walk away feeling like this is a structure that people subscribe to? Or how do you, or just bring more of your authenticity to the table and then that will make room for you, that and your gifts? This is a great question and I will tell you why. Because the 48 laws of power can be used for good or for evil. We talked about on that episode. Yeah. I talked about this with my wife and my kids. I've read the book since uh, I think it was 2001. I've always visited back to it. I contacted Robert Greene because we have mutual Facebook friends and that's how I got him to be on the show. So 48 laws of power, I, I was just telling somebody bought, got the book, you know, that, you know, it was a younger person that I know. Um, and I said to my wife, I was like, boy, I really wish she like maybe you know, took some personal development courses before he reads the book, you know, and that's because if you don't understand or have a good grasp of, you know, self inventory, why people do what they do, why you do what you do, some type of modicum of like education and personal development, you might look at the 48 laws and you can just, you know, kind of get the wrong idea about them. So the, the reason why Peter, uh, Peter Green, <laughs> Peter Green's an actor, the uh, reason why Robert Green uh, wrote that book is because he worked in Hollywood and he was downtrodden by these, I don't know, demagogues. I mean, I don't know what you want to call them. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, I, I've been called a Hollywood catfly, you know, <laughs> really, right? Yeah. So um, he was so downtrodden by that. Plus, he also had like 80 jobs before he was a writer and he was so, you know, beaten down by, you know, employers that, you know, he, and he was always a historian. He was a great student that it came inherent in him to write, you know, the underdog story about these 48 laws. And he had landed on 48 because I guess that exhausted really. He couldn't really think of another. Yeah, that's a different perspective to look at it from. Sorry, that's a d definitely a different perspective to come at the 48 laws of power, because I definitely have always had this thing about it. Maybe just being from the South, you and I, before the cameras were rolling, both, you know, talked about you're in Texas now. I'm from Texas. And there's just a different way that we go about things where even when you do your own introspective work, still having to operate within the Hollywood scheme and wanting to do it with some integrity that it can sometimes, some of the laws can make you feel like, I don't, I don't, is that on the up and up? 
<laughs> it's very angular so yeah there's so much to be that that is a really so much dynamics we can get into as far yeah. as like you know that the you know coming from a smaller town or a smaller area or outside of a bigger city the dynamics of hollywood the psychology behind it is very dynamic uh different than you know uh any other city even new york you know which my parents are from so you know uh and hollywood particularly the 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 um the the small portion of of la uh you know, it doesn't encapsulate the whole city. It's just, you know, that, that culture. Right. You know, it is and, a culture and uh, in, in some degree a click. <laughs> yeah. So Michael, you know, you, you've had a, a lot of people on your podcast as guests, very successful people, CEOs, filmmakers, drug dealers, international talk show hosts. <laughs> Wait, that pivot from CEOs to, Hey, you could be, you could be dealers. very successful drug dealer. That's true. Uh, no, I, I guess, you know, you've got over a hundred episodes and if someone was going to check out your podcast for the first time, is there an episode that you would say, this one was great, check this one out. It is my gold standard of an episode. Well, that's so hard to say because these are all, they become, for me, I get, I handpick each one of these. We do three episodes a week, but I handpick each one. So it's like really, I love each one of these people for the most part. I can't really think of one person yet, knock on wood, that I really You've got to really have like. a favorite child, even though you don't want to say it. <laughs> I do. Who's your favorite I child? I, well, I, I wouldn't say favorite, but I will say the most impacting and it's a no-brainer, and that's a 92-year-old Ed Les, um, uh, Ben Lesser, uh, Holocaust survivor. Mm. Uh, I really, you know, I'm Jewish. I really wanted to make this an important podcast. You know, I told my daughter this is like really important to me. I, I planned for it. The intro is seven and a half minutes long. My my intros are usually like maybe 25, 30 seconds. You know, depending on the guest. You know, how much you need to explain. But you know. I mean, they're not really making any more Holocaust survivors anymore. I grew up with that kind of rhetoric, you know, because of my grandmother uh, surviving the uh, Russian concentration camps. It's something that, you know, I had to sleep in the same room with my grandmother until I was nine years old, you know, so there's a long story there. But I, you know, hearing that story, you know, so and talking to him, very emotional, very important to me, um, you know, so that's the most impacting. But there's other ones that, you know, stand out where, you know, somebody was wrongly, wrongfully um, uh, jailed when they were uh, 17 years old or 16 years old, and they spent 16 years in jail. Mm. And uh, then they found the DNA, and they he was innocent. And um, that's a tour de France of like hell. And there's just a lot of other of those stories. But the most impacting, I'd say, would be Ben Lesser, 92 year old Holocaust survivor. Wow, mm. I, I will listen to that episode. Yeah. I, I can't get enough. I'm, I'm also Jewish, and I cannot get enough of those stories. I try to take them in. Yeah. You know, I've been at dinners where relatives are there and I am glued to every word coming out of their mouth because, yeah. I mean, what they live through, uh, such fascinating, horrible For stories. Sure. So I will check out the Ben Lesser episode. I don't do any talk. I barely do any talking during the interview. Fair. I just do a long intro. I do a pretty much short outro. And he's like a, I say it in the, before it starts, I say he's like an elegant, you know, a uh, 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 riding horse. You ever go horseback riding? Mm. He just, le he's told the story so many times, you know, because he wants to record it for, you know, historical reasons that he just led the story. It was two hours. My, my podcasts are usually 30 to 30, 40 minutes. It was two and a half hours. And I, I knew it was going to be long kind of like a, uh, you know, Holocaust documentaries are long, you know, so I, was, yeah. I just took my time with that. I'm going to um, definitely check that episode out. Is he still with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have him back for one year anniversary. Okay, the, um, and the podcast that you did with the wrongfully imprisoned uh, person, are they of color? Uh, no, 
No, they're not. They are. Uh, I, I don't know. They're 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 Caucasian, uh-huh. but. Um, and I only ask because it's not often that you hear a wrongfully, you know, right. jailed white person, you know, for an extended period of time. Usually that's something that unfortunately is very prevalent within the African-American community right. uh, just right. due to not being able to get bail and, you know, all of those other things. Um, we are a podcast discovery show. If you could give us what what recommendations would would you give um, our, our listeners and our viewers for uh, podcasts to check out? You know, I wish I had something that was original. You know, I have a lot of people that do podcasts that were on my show, but the podcasts I listen to mm-hmm. are, I listen to Mark Marin. you know, what the, you know, <laughs> um, I listen to uh, John Lee Dumas, who's been on my show, uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire, because I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. I listen to um, Mike Selzner, uh, marketing, because I'm, I'm I do the marketing for my company. So I'm very practical in the podcasts I listen to. Mm-hmm. And I, I listen to those, you know, I'll, I'll jostle those. Then there's uh, um, Neil Patel. I listen to his uh, podcast too. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, familiar with Neil Patel. He's a marketing guy. What's the name of his um, podcast? Are you, do you remember? Oh God, I forgot of it. It's That's on my okay. thing. Yeah, the, I, the, it's funny because the episodes are maybe like two and a half, three minutes long, but they just, they, 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 Ooh, they, they, they just don't real fast. Yeah. Yes. That's right up Dax yeah. Dax I'll listen to like four episodes and, and be done. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's great because you know you you you're just getting they're getting to the point really quick with you know marketing and their latest on the marketing and it's just, it's great yeah it's yeah. good stuff. So I, I have one last question for you um, before we have to go. But how do you decide if someone is interesting enough to have on your podcast? Because I got to imagine there's a lot of people out there. You're putting out numerous podcasts a week, so you're you're getting a lot of people in. But what is what is it about them that goes, okay, this person is to the quality that I want to hear their story? Hmm. I look for the arc. It's like if I'm writing a screenplay, you know, so it's the same thing. So if I'm going to, you know, find a guest I'm like Michael, what kind of, you know, what, what's, what was there a moral need? Was there a, a character arc, you know, that you can build on? Was there something inhibiting, you know, a, a want that they had? Was there an inciting incident? Did they, was there a moment where they stepped into Oz, you know, where their world changed forever? Was there a new equilibrium changed, you know, after they, you know, went through the Tour de France of the hardship that they had to go through? What was the new equilibrium? You know, what's the skill set afterwards we can, you know, get into afterwards? I look for all those key bullet points. Like it just comes inherent to me to like kind of like, and I can look at somebody's bio within like, you know, a minute and kind of see if that arc is there. And that's kind of what I look for. Like a save the cat, John Truby's story structure, kind of, you know, story, if I, whatever I could attach to that person. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, Michael. And if people want to check out his podcast, we're going to go ahead and we're going to put up a link to his podcast, Long Shot Leaders on podsauce.com. And you can go there, check it out. And you know what? If we can, maybe we'll do a direct link to the Ben episode yeah. because I think I that be is beautiful, one beautiful that start. really caught my attention and I bet it will catch a lot of other people's attention out there as well. Sure. Thank you so much, Michael. And guys, don't you go anywhere. We have more. This is Pop Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.